Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media, and I'm Bob McGee. And today we are speaking with Mike Douse, president of Amherst Sports Ball Sports Business in Chicago. Good afternoon, Mike, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, Bob. Uh, great talking with you, and thanks for calling us on this project. It's pretty exciting. Well, listen, about a year ago in July 2014, your parent company, Amherst, announced a major restructuring of your business, and I understand part of the whole strategy is where Wilson or Amherst Ball Sports uh, wants to play and where it wants to win. Could you discuss that a little bit? Sure. So last year was interesting, Bob, and that 2014 was our 100-year anniversary. So it was kind of a perfect moment in time to restate our strategy and, and really start to accelerate this great brand. And through that, one of the things we really wanted to do is get more focused on what we call where we want to play, and that's really in our racket sports business, our baseball-softball division, our golf division, and then what we call team inflates which, as you would know, would be footballs, basketballs, volleyballs, and soccer balls. Can we start with racket sports? Tell me a little bit what's going on new there for Wilson. Yeah, as far as racket sports, we're actually going back to some of our best practices that we've done in the past over the several decades we've been in tennis, and that's to be really grassroots focused. We love that, that approach to the business. So we're going to be focused on our specialty dealers, our teaching pros, getting the best juniors playing with our rackets, on top of that, we're really reinvesting and putting additional funds into our innovation center because we know in the history of this company, we've been most successful when we've had some of the best products out there in the market. And then finally, you know, as you know, Wilson's always been a power brand in tennis, and we really feel confident we can surround the athlete, whether it's in footwear, whether it's in apparel, whether it's in strings, balls, rackets, etc. So that's really where we're going to be focused in our racket sports business. And it's actually already starting to pay off. Just in the last six months, we've gained several points in market share. Uh, as we reported on our Q1 results, our performance rackets business, were up double digits. And I think you probably know it's not a growing market, so we're definitely taking shares from our competitors. So that's a great category for Wilson, and obviously you're known for tennis. What about the baseball category? Certainly there's been a lot going on there with your, uh, your parent company's acquisition of Louisville Slugger, but clearly there seems to be fewer players, only more brands in baseball, but the market, again, seems to be fairly stable. Can you tell me about Wilson's tactic in that category? Yeah, exactly. So you touched on the Louisville Slugger acquisition, and that was spot on our strategy of, of being focused on baseball. Somewhat similar to tennis, we feel very confident we can surround the ball player. I think you know we have four great brands in our portfolio. We've got Wilson, obviously, which you know is now the number one market leader in ball gloves for the first time ever. Uh, we've got the D-Marine brand that we've owned since 2000, and it's a power brand in bats. We've now added Louisville Slugger, which you know within wood bats was an area we were missing. So we now have that product category. And then finally, we have A-Tech, which is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with A-Tech, but it's pitching machines, L-screens, things like that. So anyhow, baseball uh, with that acquisition is now our second largest division, and we know we're the world's largest baseball company. I know when Louisville Slugger acquisition took place, I thought part of the strategy was to grow the Louisville Slugger brand beyond the borders of the North America. Is that correct? Absolutely. That's something American bring to Louisville Slugger and Wilson. We have subsidiaries in over 44 markets throughout the world. And so this is a great brand that we can plug into those markets, such as Japan, Latin America, Korea, and, and even Taiwan, for that matter. Well, let's talk a little bit about the golf category and what Wilson wants to accomplish there. Golf, you know, again, a rich history of this company. We've won more majors than any other brands, but I think everyone knows our golf kind of stumbled for a few years. And about a year, a year and a half ago, we really set out to reset the strategy and really get Wilson Golf back to being a premium brand. And so some of the tools we're doing on that, again, are similar to tennis. 
we really want to be focused on the specialty channel and the green grass channel and have really a robust innovation pipeline. And kind of to speak to that, as the market went through some tough times last year in golf, we actually started to invest in golf. We added a half a dozen new sales territories out in the country. So we're hiring new reps that are really focused, again, on that green grass and specialty. And then our innovation, we've really invested more into golf. And just this year, Golf Digest recognizes with several gold medals. Uh, I think we had four in, in our clubs, and we had three in, in our golf ball division. I guess the final category I'd like to ask you about is team inflates. Obviously, the whole deflated football issue has been a big in the NFL in 2015. But what's new in Wilson footballs, for example, starting with the inflatable category? Well, within digital, we've had a lot of success over the years. I mean, our football market share has always hovered between 60 and 75%, so we're really a dominant leader in footballs. And, you know, we, we know we can't rest on our laurels, so our innovation team's doing a lot of things in the inflates market around digital products. We really see kind of embedded digital products as the future of the category. So in September of this year, we're going to be launching uh, Wilson's first digital basketball, which is going to be really cool. It's got a, a make-miss technology. And basically what I like about it is it really allows and teaches that kid to be that clutch shooter. You know, what kid does not want to be the clutch shooter who gets the ball when there's three seconds left and the game's on the line? And this is a technology that allow that kid to to play against the shot clock and a virtual opponent out in his or her driveway. And that's going to launch at Sporting Goods Stores in, in September of 2015? Correct. Oh, and then, you know, we're taking that technology and investigating uh, how it works in footballs and other inflates as we move into 2016. Can you talk a little bit about Wilson's digital strategy and more resources allocated to digital? For sure. So, you know, we kind of spoke earlier about our, where we want to play then we say, how do we win in these categories? And again, we think digital is a great area we can explore, and we can be one of the leaders when it comes to digital equipment. Uh, just in the past year, we've partnered with some great partners. University of Michigan signed an agreement with them that gives us some patents in both footballs and basketballs that we're starting to use. We've partnered with Sony uh, in the last few months to what I believe is the best sensor out there in the tennis market, and we're just starting to shift that, and this sensor allows the consumer to actually measure the spin that comes off the racket, how fast oh, wow. the ball comes off the racket, the swing speed, the, the impact location, things like that. And is that tennis ball already on the market or are you just starting to ship now? We're just starting to ship now. It's a sensor that actually attaches to the butt of the tennis racket to the grip. Okay. And uh, it's compatible with about 50% of our line currently. And as we introduce new models down the road, it'll be compatible as well. Well, now that we're in the back half of 2015, Mike, and can you tell me just finally here, what are Wilson and Amherst Ball Sports' primary objectives for 2016, and will there be a greater emphasis on one or two categories than others? So, you know, we spent late 2014 and 2015 building our strategy, and now it's all about executing our strategy. So we're going to be focused on those four areas we talked about earlier, and then we're really looking to reignite our brand, and you're going to see a lot of exciting things coming around our brand campaigns, which... You know, traditionally, Wilson's always advertised and promoted the company as either a tennis company or a golf company or a baseball company. We're really going to start to activate the brand across the different business units. Well, thanks, Mike. You've been listening to Inside the Lab podcast at Formula 4 Media, and this is Bob McGee.